Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Welcome to Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind-the-scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast's app. Also, share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters, and in particular, our patron, Mike, who suggested this story. This episode is also supported by Apple Cider. Tonight, we'll read the 1865 Mark Twain short story, The Celebrated Jumping Frog of Calaveras County. It was Twain's first great success as a writer and brought him national attention. In it, the narrator retells a story he heard from a bartender, Simon Wheeler in California, about the gambler named Jim Smiley. Jim Smiley is described as betting on just about anything. For example, on the travels of a straddlebug. If you're wondering what a straddlebug is, just picture a large, commonplace beetle. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. compliance with the request of a friend of mine who wrote me from the East, I called on good-natured, garrulous old Simon Wheeler 
and inquired after my friend's friend, Leonidas W. Smiley, as requested to do. And I hereunto append the result. I have a lurking suspicion that Leonidas W. Smiley is a myth, and that my friend never knew such a personage, and that he only conjectured if I asked old Wheeler about him, it would remind him of his infamous Jim Smiley, and he would go to work and bore me to death with some exasperating reminiscence of him as long and as tedious as it should be useless to me. If that was the design, it succeeded. I found Simon Wheeler dozing comfortably by the barroom stove of the dilapidated tavern in the decayed mining camp of Angels. And I noticed that he was fat and bald-headed and had an expression of winning gentleness and simplicity upon his tranquil countenance. He roused up and gave me good day. I told him a friend had commissioned me to make some inquiries about a cherished companion of his boyhood named Leonidas W. Smiley. Reverend Leonidas W. Smiley, a young minister of the gospel, who he had heard was at one time a resident of Angel's Camp. I added that if Mr. Wheeler could tell me anything about this Reverend Leonidas W. Smiley, I would feel under many obligations to him. Simon Wheeler backed me into a corner and blockaded me there with his chair and then sat down and reeled off the monotonous narrative which follows this paragraph. He never smiled. He never frowned. He never changed his voice from the gentle flowing key to which he tuned his initial sentence. He never betrayed the slightest suspicion of enthusiasm. But all through the narrative, there ran a vein of impressive earnestness and sincerity, which showed me plainly that, so far from his imagining, that there was anything ridiculous or funny about his story. He regarded it as a really important matter and admired its two heroes as men of transcendent genius in finesse. I let him go on in his own way and never interrupted him once. Reverend Leonidas W. Hmm. Reverend Lee.